0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce.
2: I guess i better go upstairs and see if Bobby is covered. Keeps kicking the covers off. I don't know what I'm going to do with that, child. Well, just pin him in, dear.
0: That's what I used to do to you. Oh,
1: yeah, I guess so. Oh,
0: my goodness, perk up. You've been sitting here like gloomy Gus all evening. You act as though you'd lost your last friend.
1: (laughs) Well, it's worse than that, Aunt Effie. I've lost my job. What? Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't had the nerve to tell her.
0: My goodness, lost your
1: job? Yeah. Cranchos dissolving the business. He's oh. retiring. Well, it isn't generally known yet, but he told us. And well, I've known for some time. I just haven't had the nerve to say anything. Why,
0: well, I, 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 my goodness! What are you going to do?
1: Well, I can always take a job with a head office in New York. That's such a darn big outfit, I'll be lost in the shuffle. At least I think I can get a job with them. Certainly, nothing else here.
0: Well, now, 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 don't you worry. If worse comes to worse, you can always bring the family and come out to Montana and stay with Alvin and me. My goodness, we'd just love to have you. Or maybe the family can stay with us while you look around and find something you really like. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, how terrible for you.
2: Honey, will you turn the thermostat up a little bit? It's awfully cold upstairs. Oh,
1: yes. Yes, I I, I will, dear. Oh, golly, I hate to tell
0: her. Oh, she's just going to be sick about it. She just loves this house. And all you two went through to build it and have it just the way you wanted. And she has all her friends here. Yes,
1: I, I, I know all that, Aunt Effie. That, that's well, why I... Well,
0: it's, it's just going to be a terrible blow to her. Just a terrible blow. Oh, dear, the children and everything. It's going to be so dreadful to uproot them. These are the psychological things that can upset them, so it'll just change their entire lives. Now,
1: look, Aunt Effie, I mean, other people change jobs and move away. I mean, it's not a tragedy.
0: Well, it's going to be a tragedy to your wife and children.
1: Well, look, you're not making me feel any better.
0: Oh, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I don't worry about money. I know Alvin will be glad to loan you some Oh, here.
1: please, Aunt Effie, I, I can always get a job.
0: Well, I hope so. But you know how things are when you're over 30. Oh,
1: Look, I'm sorry I said anything. I, I just
0: Well, you you'd better say something to her right now, tonight, so the poor thing can begin to make plans. Oh, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Now look, Aunt dear. Effie,
1: please, for Pete's sake, don't oh, cry. I
0: just can't help it. You two have always been so wonderful to me. Now, you tell her tonight. <laughs>
2: For heaven's sake, what is the matter with Aunt Effie? She came upstairs, clutching me and wiping her eyes and calling me her poor child. Oh. What in the world did you say to her, dear? Well,
1: I shouldn't have said anything to her. I realize that now.
2: (laughs) Hand me my knitting, will you? I promised Betsy I'd have her sweater done in time for ice skating this year, and the way I fritter away at it, it'll be spring. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She wants to wear it with her red velveteen skating skirt.
1: Oh, yeah. That'd be nice.
2: Now, what would you say to Aunt Effie? Go on, I can talk and myth at the same time.
1: Well, uh, honey, I believe I spoke to you some time ago that there was a possibility... Well, I mean, is... Well, frankly, there comes a time in every man's life... Darling,
2: when... don't make a speech.
1: I've lost my job. Good. I know it's a... Good.
2: Hand me that skein of red yarn, will you, honey? Right, right in that... Uh...
1: You say so good? I
2: think... Yes, I think it's marvelous. The red yarn, dear, not the yellow. Red, dear, thank you. Yes, I said good. I'm only sorry you got fired before you had the nerve to quit, which is what you've threatened many times. I didn't
1: get fired. Cranshaw's dissolving the business. He's retiring. The job just doesn't exist anymore. Well, say something.
0: Well, I did. I said good before.
1: Is that all you have to say?
2: No, but I don't know what you're carrying on so about.
1: Carrying on? Yes.
2: Are you upset about it? Well, I
1: mean, after all... After all what? Well, Pete, takes a man doesn't lose his job every day. No,
2: not a man like you. But when a man gets in a rut the way you have... A rut? Darling, why do you suddenly forget the dozens of times, the hundreds of times you said you wished you had the nerve to quit your job, that you were in a terrible rut that you were the one who really ran the business while Cranshaw played golf half the time, which is true, or waltzed off to Florida to go deep-sea fishing. God, all right. And you've I... told me all the things you've always wanted to do, and I've said if you feel that way about it, quit your job. I'll go wherever you want to go or do whatever you want to do,
0: right?
1: Well, yes, yes, but... For yes, for what? Well, I mean, talking about it is one thing. When it happens, it's another.
0: Well, it's better, isn't it?
2: Now you can do what you want to do. Can't you?
1: I don't know what I want to do.
2: Oh, honey. I don't.
1: It's one thing to talk about what might be. It's another thing to find yourself free as a bird.
2: Nonsense.
1: How can you say nonsense? Look, I'm married. I got two children. I've got responsibilities.
2: Would you be any happier as a bachelor?
1: Oh, you know, that is not what I meant.
2: I don't know how many times I've sat here evenings while you talked about the things you wanted to do, how you were stuck with this job, and you were so depressed.
1: Well, I was just... Talking. I mean, everybody does that. Look, I am in the export-import business. The only one in town. I can't even get another job like it here. I don't know. We'll have to move. We'll have to sell this house. Probably go to New York. Not that I want to take a job with a head company, but what choice do I have?
2: Well, you can work there while you look around for what you'd really like.
1: Why do you keep saying what I'd really like?
2: You've always wanted to write stories and books.
1: Listen, wanting to do something is quite different from starting from scratch and earning a living at it, especially when you have a family to support.
2: Why don't you become an archaeologist?
1: An archaeologist? We
2: sat here one wintry evening last winter, in fact, and you confided that you had always wanted, really, to be an archaeologist.
1: Well, it's a little late, to say the least. Well,
2: it's never too late to do anything you really want to do. Now, we can move to New York, you take a job at the head company, and at night you can go back to college and do graduate work. The Columbia, for example. What's the matter?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know. Aunt Effie acted as though you were going to collapse when you heard the news, and I, I thought, well, I, I, I... Do you realize we're going to have to sell this house? This house that we built, the house we, we, we dreamed of, the house that we always wanted, this... It's a this... house,
2: dear. There are other houses. Just hanging on to a material possession isn't the end-all and be-all of everything. Why, lots of people have lost everything they ever had in this world and started afresh. Now, we'll have our furniture and all that. And even if we didn't, isn't it, isn't it sort of exciting to change, to start something new? Well... You scared? Yes. Oh, fiddlesticks. You were just worried about
0: me.
1: Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you? not entirely. I. Well, darn it, I guess I'm a creature of habit. You like to change the furniture all around. I don't. I like things the way they are, if they're comfortable. Difference between men and women, I guess what about the children? What about Betsy and Bobby's aunt? Effie said uprooting children might bring all sorts of psychological effects that they'll feel later on in life. Oh,
2: you don't really believe that at all. To begin with, children are much more adaptable than adults to something new. And as long as we're all together, dear, that is the main thing. Turn that light up a little higher. do you think I've dropped a stitch here?
1: Yeah. All your close friends are here.
2: We'll make new ones. Any other world so small nowadays, people get around pretty well. Especially to New York. fact, we'll probably spend half our time entertaining the visiting firemen. Of
1: course, I don't think we should have an apartment in New York. You know, I think it'd be better if we lived in a suburb. You know, it'd be better for the children.
2: sure, we can take the children into New York.
1: Yes. Mm. Oh, golly, you know, take them to the theater, Mm -hmm. the Metropolitan Museum, Mm -hmm. Natural History Museum, Mm -hmm. Statue of Liberty, the United Nations. Mm -hmm. You know, they ought to see the Bronx Zoo. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, this all might be even better for them
2: things, and I hand me the skein of yellow yarn, if you will. No, I could take a job
1: with a head company, and and then in my spare time, look around for something that I really want, if Mm -hmm. you say, or do some writing, or in the evening, take a few courses in in graduate school. I could do that. that's a
2: wonderful idea, dear.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Boy, you know, it's so darn funny. I have known definitely for about two months that I've just been scared to death to tell you for fear you'd just go to pieces.
2: how can a man live with a woman so long and know her so little?
1: Because men can't tell about women. You get hysterical if milk boils over on the stove. Yet the the night a tree blew down and caved in the garage, you said calmly, Well, we might as well go to bed. We can't do anything about it until morning anyway. (laughs) Well,
2: then you should have known that I knew as I did two months ago.
1: Well, you did not know this two months ago.
2: I didn't know, dear, I guess... I live with you. I know you.
1: Look, I have gone out of my way to keep from worrying you. Go
2: to the desk and open the top desk drawer and take out the large brown envelope.
1: Get the envelope, dear.
0: I'm busy knitting.
1: A month ago? A month ago, you sent for these?
2: Yes, I got the names of some real estate agents and contacted them. I thought some place in Connecticut would be nice. You know, you could commute. Now, here's one in Westport. This one I like, and it's Fairfield. It's a nice picture. Mm-hmm. We'll rent until we can find one that we want to buy. And, of course, we can't buy until we sell this place, but Mr. Murray here knows somebody who is desperate for a house like this one, and he thinks that we can sell this one, darling, the minute you say the word. And not at a loss, either. Okay. Now you're mad I did all this.
1: No. I was just remembering when we built this house and, and a bird built her nest in the basement stairs and we had to hold up everything for three days until the eggs hatched.
2: Oh, yes.
1: Well, the day we came out and found all the bathroom fixtures had been delivered, and we didn't even have the foundations to the house in. <laughs> yes. mm.
2: Well, honey, we learned a lot of things building this house, and we build our next one. We'll know better, hmm?
1: You think we'll build another?
2: Oh, honestly, why are men so pessimistic? Well, huh? I
1: just... That I I just don't think I could go through all that again.
2: <laughs> well, we'll rent one for the time being. Now, you look the pictures over and see which one you like them. Huh? And I thought we wouldn't say anything to Betsy and Bobby about leaving. We'll just go. We'll make it seem like a trip, an adventure. You know, we won't say we're moving for good.
1: That's all they'll know. Betsy will when she sees the furniture packed up. She
2: won't see it. I decided we'll let a moving company do the whole thing. We'll just walk out. Stay in a hotel in New York until the furniture gets to the house that we, you know, select. And then Betsy can help arrange things. She will love that. She'll just love it. And don't worry, we won't tell all our friends that they have to give us parties and all that, you know. (laughs) Leave and say goodbye and what's the matter?
1: (laughs) I, I was thinking of how I'd have to console you and here you are consoling me. But I think the two of us better console Aunt Effie, who, I believe, is eavesdropping at the top of the stairs. Boo!
0: I was not eavesdropping. Effie. <laughs> oh, I
1: was Effie. just on
0: my way down. Uh-huh. You can't tell me you're as happy as you sound about leaving this lovely, lovely house. It's the best thing in the world for him, Aunt Effie.
2: He's He's been in a rut. Oh. Now, maybe he'll do some writing. <laughs> and if he writes that book, I expect it to be dedicated to me. <laughs> <laughs> To my wife, without whose devotion, guidance, and help in cooking, washing, ironing, cleaning, sharpening pencils, and changing typewriter ribbons, this book would never have been written. (laughs) And I may even ask 10% royalties there. (laughs) You
1: strike a hard bargain.
2: I'm surprised
0: at both of you. Neither one of you has even mentioned missing this lovely picture window with its magnificent view of the lake. Or your lovely pine panel kitchen. Or this beautiful fireplace that looks so wonderful at Christmas time. Well, I'm going to fix myself a cup of tea. But I must say, I don't think your generation has any feeling for the true value of things. Goodness, to just walk out of this lovely, lovely house.
2: When were you leaving, dear?
1: Well, I should leave a week from today.
2: Well, we'll all go together.
1: Oh, I forgot about Christmas.
2: Yes. Well, now, don't worry. My mother always told me Santa Claus will find you, dear, wherever you are. (laughs) Something special you'd like him to bring you this year, dear?
1: No, no. I've got everything. (laughs) Now, finish knitting that sweater so I can take Betsy ice skating in Central Park. Yes, sir.
0: The couple next door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt.